0: What's up, everybody? We're talking black women stereotypes and Trump speech controversy, and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. This week. Oh. 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 We, try, we try to have Rachel catch the beat right now. <laughs> Rachel, dab. Listen, look, look at Tiny. Look at Tiny. Hey. Tiny, Tiny got the
1: beat.
0: I'm hot. What's up everybody, <laughs> welcome to Black Houses Live this <laughs> week I'm your host, Dario Kristen As you see, we are up in here trying to get some beats to Rachel right now But she's almost there, she's one step away from the beat one
2: step away. Still beatless,
0: still beatless
2: After Actually, time You got a whole cup of it right
3: there <laughs> That looks
0: like a cup of hot sauce <laughs> Right, right, it does look <laughs> like
3: some hot yeah, sauce Yeah, you got the sauce, boo <laughs> <laughs>
4: That's my next record,
0: in fact. Yeah. You well, got the sauce, boo. That's right. You brought the sauce. We bring in the heat with Courtney Stewart. What's
4: up, y'all? DJ
0: Jesse J. What's up? Rachel True. Hi. And our very special guest we're excited to have in the house today, Tamika Tiny Harris is here. Hey,
1: hey, hey.
0: We've Love been Morocco. waiting for you to come in. I, I mean, as soon as I got the call, I was like, but listen, clear the so studio. We gotta get her in.
3: Okay. okay. Not yes. just Something one, two interviews. Two interviews. ATL, two interviews. ATL yes. representing. Yes. 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 That's Thanks for it. joining us.
0: I see your I got uh, you. I I you your having... style. They, they need to check out your shoe game. We need a little shoe camera for your shoe um, game. No. No. Okay,
4: yes. That jacket though? No. No, first of all, but i a monochromatic color. No, I was just gonna say, as a petite woman myself, um, the monochromatic is kind of the way to go, isn't it? It but it looks th- amazing the color scheme that you're wearing looks great on you the pinks the champagne-y colors thank but you. also as a petite woman I like I used to I finally realized I should stop dressing like an extra from Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and maybe no. wear like monochromatic <laughs> sometime because it makes us sure wow. girls look taller it's true <laughs> not, no. it's actually true and I like you're that, now you're my style that, icon because I, I think that say. color
2: is gorgeous <laughs> so oh, since today you. Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat <laughs> <laughs> has been your style
4: yeah That's have you amazing. never seen a picture of me on a, like I'm literally dressed yeah, like a hippie well no now like it makes sense hair. I'm Gotcha. works for to uh, like But you. Like a now you're fairy. Yeah, no, here's, I want to dress like a French lady now. Okay. Now that up. <laughs> or like Tiny, because the color is beautiful. It looks great with your skin. Thank well, you. Well, we you're have welcome.
0: an amazing show today. we got a lot of topics to cover <laughs> through. And then we're also going to have a nice interview with Tiny towards the end of the show to talk about the family hustle on VH1 yep. that premiered Yay. last week. Yep, yep, so yep. very excited to see you back for the sixth season. Thank I mean, her. people are loving you guys all the way. I mean, can't get enough of good comments about yep. the show.
3: We love it. We love doing it. You know, we love doing it for the people. So I love Do it. Do you love having cameras around all the time? Yeah, it doesn't bother us that much because they come in for a couple days out the week and then they leave us for a while. They don't like bombard us. Okay. You know, uh, you she know does have know, it's like a lot of kids and up, yeah. then tip's schedule, he's moving all the time. So they don't want us to get overworked, you know. Right. So they mm-hmm. give us a little time. They in, they out, they come back, you know. So. And
0: congratulations on the baby! I mean, I can't believe yeah. you just had a baby in March. You, I mean, looking snick. Looking
4: snakes. You do look super swell. I mean, um, and it's super impressive. But did you feel pressured as a woman to like lose weight, or are you just like I like to be fit? So. Uh,
3: I mean, you know, it's, it's gonna be pressure because there was so many great snapbacks before me, <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, hey, especially Candy went back, she snapped candy, candy, back, did. I said, now, candy I got did. to be in that game, <laughs>
0: you know. All right, well, we're going to talk about that and a lot more, but first off, we're going to talk about our hot topics with DJ Jesse J. Woo! So, if y'all was on Twitter, you might have seen this
2: hashtag, love for Leslie J. Yes. So, Leslie Jones, comedian, you've seen her on Saturday Night Live, she's also in the new movie, Ghostbusters. Mm. Well, she's been getting some haters. The, uh, uh, words, the premiere yeah. of Ghostbusters, she had uh, spoken out that no designer would dress her for the carpet. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So then she came out, apparently...
4: Wait, Cyber to so Christian Siriano <laughs> stepped up, uh, and yeah. the dress and was her. absolutely gorgeous, yeah. a stunning red number. I mean, it was mm-hmm. fabulous dress, didn't you think? Mm-hmm. All right, carry
2: on. <laughs> Which, that's an interesting situation, because on the carpet, I did see an interview, and they said, after this, did anyone reach out? And she still said no she um, said that on camera I
5: mean she well, probably means like besides other people. Besides, besides
2: him besides him yeah he
4: did step up yeah. right I don't, yeah. well, I don't understand that it don't make. Yeah, what?
2: She's a, a, a in she's a huge movie
4: opportunity, a huge movie. and right. she's beautiful. She's a statue. She's like six feet tall. She's gonna tall, stand out like. on the carpet. Yeah, but if you run into be that, because dream. you're you're small, you're tiny. I mean, you're literally tiny. So, like, getting dresses, you have to have things custom fit, correct? Yeah. Yeah, almost everything has to be custom tailored to yeah, your body. Uh, mm-hmm. So, have you had designers not be willing to make something for you?
3: Not really. My problem is I always wait to kind of the last minute. I feel that. You know.
0: You like me. On but, Black yeah. People Time. I've <laughs> been
3: so late. But, you know, that's more of my problem. Gotcha. I feel that.
2: Well, Leslie's other problem was that, so the movie had come out, yes. and uh, this man by the name of Milo Yiannopoulos, and I'm disgusted that you are a fellow Greek, sir. <laughs> well, apparently, he had wrote, uh, written a review on the show where he basically dogged the entire movie um, and kind of hated on Leslie Jones' l- character a little bit much, and Twitter took that and ran with it. They went so hard, they were pu- taking pictures of her and putting, like, uh, semen on her face. They were saying she was Planet at the apes and she's the reason HIV exists. It just got really, really no, dirty and nasty. Yeah. And Twitter... Decided, well, because uh, she had posted a tweet where she said, I leave Twitter tonight with tears and a very sad heart. All this because I did a movie. You can hate the movie, but the shit I got today, wrong. She decides she's going to leave Twitter, all social media, because it was just, it was a lot and it it really kind of came out of nowhere. And this was her stance. Twitter said they actually blocked Milo and they actually took him off of Twitter and now there's this thing going around saying free Milo because they're saying it's freedom of speech. If we didn't like her and we didn't like the movie, why can we do this? You don't block ISIS. You don't block Black Lives Matter. Why are you going to block him? Twitter came out and said this. This is the type of abusive behavior which is not permitted on Twitter and we've taken action on many of the accounts reported to us by both Leslie and others. We rely on people to report this type type of behavior to us, but we are continuing to invest heavily in improving our tools and enforcement systems to prevent this from kind of abuse.
4: They, they, That's they, right, they, Twitter. Yeah. I like
3: right, that. i right.
0: for that. Yeah. They, have, See, they, they reached out to her personally, and I, I applaud him for doing that. Yeah. You know? Because here's the thing. Yes, it's freedom of speech, but at the end of the day, when are we going to stop some of these bullying and hate things that are going on? It has to be at a point where we you know, you have to stand up for something. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. People can say what they want to say, but everybody's hiding behind their computers. You know it's what ridiculous. I mean? Say like, it to their face. Why do,
3: you, why do you have to throw so much shade and hate? Yeah. Like, do you hate yourself exactly. that much? Yeah. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look good on them. It's not yeah. a good
5: look. And freedom of speech does not mean freedom without consequences, y'all. So Twitter is a private company. They can do what they want. They want to take you off Twitter, they can take exactly. you off Twitter. You can and say this, what you want and get kicked off Twitter.
2: And mind you, this isn't the first time that this has happened to him. So he's acting like it's so dramatic over this one situation. He was banned because he uh, had made some comments about the Orlando shooting. He was banned uh, at the beginning of the year uh, uh, for something about uh, HIV. It was something about HIV. And then he was banned last year, too. So they keep suspending his account, and this was the final straw for them. They were just done. And I think it is good because I think it is something that... It finally does put a stanza as far as like no more trolling. Right. Because right. literally kids are w- play Pokemon Go or something. Like kids just be sitting <laughs> on this computer just like finding one little thing, pulling that thread, like we I don't need to hear about Kanye Kim for three, four or five days. Kids.
4: Right. It's not just kids. Well, I mean no. I think it's a lot no. more adults sitting here, uh, you know. <laughs> but they're
2: child but in, town. They're child uh, in town. I yeah. understood, right.
4: understood. And they also they pull plenty of accounts. I mean, sometimes I think it's interesting who they decide to pull and who they don't, like Azalea Banks, who is kooky, by the way. And <laughs> A little crazy, I think, yeah. but she, um, at the moment, but she, her account was pulled uh, for saying something um, racist to, I think Zane, and homophobic, whatever that little yeah. pop boy's name is, I don't know. Um, yeah, right, and homophobic. So they pulled her, but fan. plenty yeah. of people say trolly things um, yeah. all the time and aren't pulled. On Instagram, people were commenting little snakes on Taylor Swift's account. Um, yeah. But you guys, we limit but, genera- but no, Instagram is deleting those, so it's interesting that they were policing that off um, Taylor's, well, but not some of the negative things on other ones. It's, it's you know, it'll be... I think um, we should have to use our real names. Or on living. the internet, because then so-and-so is going by a weird name That's and a handle and happen. trolls you, you were you is right. accountable yeah. and we know where they work and that it's not going to happen but I think it would be super helpful but we
2: live in a day and age where the Oprah on TV now and I'm ju- and I'm not literally saying she's Oprah but it's Wendy It's everything is about gossip We li- the number one Instagram account is the shade yeah. room like right. we're building the community up to right. be this it's frogs and tea it, it, versus opening a book the, a bookworm no it's what's your tea girl like we live yeah. in this society That's and, and it, it starts Which should
4: let you know it's a distraction home. from what we you know there are other things that are much more important we going to be talking about but those are obviously the distractions yeah. we are getting us to talk about what's actually happening with fracking or the news or anything like that but nobody wants to talk we about live that in so an age of pop the, culture I think we're
2: in a modern great depression and this shade and all these entertainment stuff like that's the circus right now it's the distraction to keep us busy from yeah. uh, real life problems Agreed. instead of actually sitting and focusing and saying you know what I don't really care what color Kim's hair is today. I'm going to sit here and read about the, the political leaders who are about to take over our country because that's well, important. that's well, also well, the circus. Yeah, but... We'll get
0: into that a little bit later. Well, that's a so different subject. Yeah, that's a different conversation. Well,
2: another hashtag that got really big this week was uh, hashtag loud black girls. Um, so this past week, Erica Garner was at the Obama town Hall meeting, the president and the people, a national conversation, which I think is an awesome idea. to have this, have it streamed, and have a national conversation. Um, They focused on race relations, policing, and criminal justice. So they brought a a bunch of the families who uh, this year were killed uh, by police officers. They came in. um, Erica Garner was one of them. And she got really upset because the questions that she had for President Obama weren't allowed. They had specifically asked her to ask specific questions that would be filmed. She got really upset because she had questions that she wanted answers to she started getting loud with uh, some of the media afterwards because she felt she was bombarded and was not given what she was promised uh, as far as uh, time to speak and uh, at the end they realized how upset she was so they put her in a little room where it was closed off and she could ask whatever questions she wanted so she went on to the media basically and went on twitter and said that she felt that this was an injustice she felt that um she said, I'm tired and I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted every avenue trying to pursue justice for my dad. I've spoken to a rep from the DOJ. I've spoken on panels. Whoever you can think of, I've spoken with them. I'm tired of having this conversation. I'm tired. And I think the only way to do this is to shut shit down. That's not what I wanted to do or intended to do, but it's a shame that I have to be loud and act ghetto to get my point across. But I will not be used and I will not be silent. That statement resonated. And so that actually hit with uh, the femi- uh, this fem- feminist, Feminist Jones, and she tweeted out, when I read that from her it resonated me, with me. When I hear hashtag loud black girls, I think of how many of us are routinely silenced by violence. Right. So this hashtag lit Twitter on fire yeah. and the ladies came out. What Did, did you guys see it on Twitter?
0: Mm-hmm. I saw it, yeah. I did. I missed it.
3: Mm. Loud black girl. Yeah.
0: yeah. It, I mean it, here's the thing. We obviously know about the stereotype. I mean, angry black man, loud black woman, but this is, I, I love what this message is saying, you know, and it's, it's trying to change it for women, you know, and and she's, she's going to have a t- tough time with it. I think that people are going to criticize her for it. On both sides. On, yeah. both on both sides. But I think the message is where it needs to be.
3: I love that she's fighting, though. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep the fight up. And for you all
5: that don't remember, Eric Garner is the guy in New York who was selling cigarettes, and he basically got choked, choked. out by the police yeah. and died, and
0: I nobody can't was...
4: Yeah. brought. And I'm, I'm sure you guys saw the footage, was it from yesterday in Miami, where there's a there's a black man Girl. lying, in, he's in the street with his, he's lying hands on his up. back, his yes. hands yeah. are he's up in the air and he's got a, uh, he's a caregiver for an yeah. autistic, autistic man He yeah. yeah. looks about 18 or 20, <laughs> yeah. uh, sitting right next to him, and he's literally saying they have a video of it where he's saying to the police don't shoot, I'm a caregiver I am not armed, I am yes. a caregiver this is my patient, and they
5: shoot they him. Shot they him, still him three shot him. times, and he asked the cop, why, you sh- why did you shoot me in the
4: said, I don't Right, the cop actually said, I don't know. So I think what? that's what's this is a true story, <laughs> yeah. Tiny. And so what's interesting about this is in this day and age of video, you know, we're, these are the stories we're seeing. There How many stories where this has happened, and we don't, we didn't have video footage, so we don't know where those bodies are buried, frankly. And I mean that literally. So it's interesting that these stories are coming to light, and it does feel a little unsafe to be anyone in America right now, but much less someone with brown skin. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Alright. I'm just waiting on something to be done seriously like this is ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna now. happen
0: the pot the pot is too hot now you know what right. I mean and it's but too it's much be attention to it there's going something scary I
3: mean everybody's getting off I mean it's but clear. Tony, you're,
4: you're raising kids in today's kids. world so what's it like
3: for you as a parent
4: like what do you talk, talk to them about
3: I, I mean just you know to make sure you don't try to stay in line i mean and it's just i mean it's hard to explain to them you know when some most of the things that people are getting shot killed for they're not really even doing anything (laughs) right so it's hard hard to tell them well just don't do anything crazy or don't you know because most of these people aren't doing anything they're not armed they're not you know they're not hurting any hurting anybody you know they're just getting killed and shot you know because of their skin color,
0: and there's like, this whole thing that a lot of people are saying that you know parents need to tell their kids to, to respect cops and all that type of thing. What do you what do you teach your kids? You know, I mean, what do you what do you tell them about the situation that's going on right now, and and even just the respect for cops? Are they afraid of cops now, or how has their perspective of them changed?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if they're afraid of cops. They haven't really said anything, but I know they. Um, I just I teach them to respect their elders. Period, yeah. you know, and um, you know, just just try to ch- be respectful. As you know, you're still kids, and you have to respect anybody that's an adult. But you know, don't uh, just you know, just try to stay. And uh, I keep them close to me, really. I feel you that. know, right. yeah. I have to keep them close right now because it's crazy. It's crazy
0: out wow, there. <coughs> crazy. All right, and that's well, all I got. That's all you got. Cortano, you got some great topics. I right actually
5: here. have some positive stories. You do. Week. We, always give you, I we know, always give you the hot messery. Nah. Like, yeah, you get the hot messery. I usually
0: out. get the effort. It's really deep for oh. me. <laughs> all
5: right, so it's on a lighter note. Walmart <laughs> has made some new decisions, as you know. Walmart has definitely had its issues in the past, and but it's the largest grocery retailer in the country, possibly the world at this point. And just this week, they decided that they are going to fight a problem that we have. Many of you may not know, but you know how you go all up in the Market and you see all the pretty little shiny apples, and everything is all perfect and nice. Well, there's a whole lot of unperfect and not nice looking product that just gets thrown in landfills yeah. all over the years. They say literally, probably about 20 to 30 percent of our crops just get thrown out because they're not attractive enough to be into our, our retail outlets. So we don't yeah. even judge
4: ourselves on how <laughs> no. we look. We're judging, <laughs> We're judging our food. Our food. Judging like, our food. Like, we need say judge 40% of the this food. Needs food. This need to add filter on that the That apple, apple did, did, apple did apple not apple did do well not in the, the bikini well. section, the bathing no.
2: suit
1: section. Maybe we will come back I mean, and, and... Yeah, yeah
4: that's nuts.
5: So Walmart's trying to combat that, and they announced after months of discussion that a brand of apples from Washington State called... I'm Perfect, will make their debut at Walmart stores this week. And basically, they're in two to five pound bags, and they're basically imperfect apples, but you can buy them a little bit cheaper, and they will be in the stores and across, uh, they're in Florida, and 300 stores across Florida to start out with, and then they hope to expand it. They had also done another uh, smaller sort of try with this with potatoes, and they (laughs) had ugly potatoes that you could get, called spuglies and uh-huh. they seem to be doing pretty well. The spuglies are selling because guess what, guys? It actually still just tastes like potatoes. <laughs> right. so just peel it off and do whatever. So, anyway. So, when it
2: grows them long things on, you can still eat it?
5: No, no, no that's when oh, they no. get root. Okay, because I'm
2: like, I have a bag I mean, underneath my sink plant. right now. I'm going to have to throw oh, that out. Like, you can start a plant. Things Those
5: up. are roots start and the potatoes. Or you can't eat them after that? I mean, you can. You don't get think. You don't get them. When they're little, like you can dig them out, but if they, if y'all got trees growing on your
2: potatoes, it looks I think, I think this um,
4: supermarket thing is a great idea because I was yeah. actually searching last night for like juicing carrots. Like I yeah. buy my carrots in bulk, and juicing ones means ugly carrots, ugly basically carrots, yeah. that you wouldn't serve at the dinner table and you wouldn't roast or you wouldn't whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just hideous ones you juice. But I'm fine. Fa- I think this is great. We're, um, we've become such a weird society when it comes to how things looks, and it wasn't really until 1950s that we had mass market supermarkets, yeah. and that's sort sure. of when everything changed yeah. and our diet started beginning to change. So the fact that we're digging into that and starting to go back a little to cool. uh, maybe a or more organic way, and mm-hmm. I, I just mean organic means living, by the yes. way, so that's really what I mean, just living foods kind of way. Yeah,
5: and um, Giant Eagle stores in Pittsburgh area and Whole Foods in Northern California are doing similar programs, yeah. so and hopefully we will
4: continue to, to make expand. this affordable too, I mean, hopefully this will make it affordable for everyone, because it is sad that, I mean, I was going to say only the middle class and above, but we don't have a middle class anymore, so really only rich people can afford to eat organic food and really healthy-wise, but that's uh, that's it shouldn't be luxury it's 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 um it so not what you're do. saying is ain't no
0: ugly fruit going to be at tiny's house anytime soon you're not <laughs> about, you are know, I don't want to uh, uh,
4: tiny. Uh, do do you even buy, eat when's it? the last time you were in the supermarket buying your own potatoes
3: um I mean, I've been...
4: There. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> no, you know. nobody's judging you. I wouldn't either if I had a TV show. <laughs> someone
3: else. I don't like to go often,
1: though.
2: Yeah.
3: Supermarket keeps me there all day. No, like, before you to pick up? Don't go when you're hungry. No. That's, oh, really that's, true. that's true. Yeah, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> bitch,
2: i be in there seeing the cereal like...
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna
2: go with Froot Loops. And then oh, you at the front, you like... No, no i got the clip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: I like it. Oh my God. All
0: right, we got a show. Woo, I mean, that's just, just, was just my day about Tiny, I was what in. if your
4: housekeeper like got the ugly food and cooked it, and you didn't know, and it still tasted just as good? You would? Would you mind then?
3: I mean, I guess I wouldn't mind if I don't know. You don't know. You can't yeah. mind something you don't, you don't know. know. Very but, true. You know. I. I, I mean.
4: But here's it's, the thing: Tiny's just, a well-to-do woman. If she wants fancy potatoes, she can get fancy potatoes. But other people, it. who I think are not on TV, let's say working at a more normal salary, maybe the ugly food is a good way to go for more high-quality food.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to look presentable so I can right. feel like it's okay for me to eat. Yeah. Sure, that's all. Sure. Because oh, sure. yeah.
2: yeah. I got, I, I was really at the store earlier today, and totally I got,
3: baked, getting Fruit Loops,
4: huh? No, I
2: actually got <laughs> broccoli and, broccoli and broccoli. carrots, yeah, but it was broccoli. clearance. Yeah, it was like exactly. the ugly broccoli and carrots, so it was like 167 I was like,
1: uh, Yeah, that? <laughs> <laughs>
4: but
2: then I was thinking, because she'd be telling me about pesticides and things, so then I'm looking at the ugly fruit, and I'm like, really? Okay. Well, yeah, is I'm it organic?
4: Right. If it's organic and ugly, that's prime. There, yeah. There's not going to be pesticides. There's not going to be stuff on it. That's you why know. I would like to see where the price of organic foods come down so everyone can afford them. Let right. me ask you guys a question.
0: Courtney, mm-hmm. I feel like you will know this answer. When I go to the store and they give like 50% off on chicken, should I be nervous? Um, you know what I mean? I if mean, that sure. you know how, like, I, I would have, be. Like, Does, a does that mean is?
3: that this chicken ain't gonna be good, good no, not much longer? Yeah. Is yeah. that <laughs> what that means? Or does it you mean better it mean get it and eat it, it, it today. It means cook it that night. You yeah.
4: I mean, yeah. cook that
5: it that night. I would yeah. say if it's chicken at all, you should be concerned.
2: No, and see, she got me.
5: Markets do you're at. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Like I can't go to Popeyes with this bitch. Chicken like she be in but my head. They
5: have effed up our chicken in this country. Period. Oh, yeah. Like chicken is messed up. These are they are the like, we shit to our chicken. Yeah.
3: So. Yeah. I hear that chickens eat anything. They like, do anything their own they shit. see. Like yeah,
4: yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and some um, of the reasons I don't eat the meat, uh, frankly, but you know. I will eat the meat. As but you said, if, you got if it,
0: you're gonna do it, if you're go gonna
4: organic. do it, yeah, no, try to grill that
5: up that day. Okay, because I was wondering
0: the fifty percent off makes me a little nervous. I, you know, I don't usually. Buy it, but I was like, is it safe or I is mean, it just I because do. of the date? I mean, you know, my birthday. <laughs> generally,
5: it's just that you know they can't keep it on the shelf for it's, like another day. They're just trying to get it off of the shelf. It's yeah. kind but of the same theory as
4: when you see like a stew True. for sale at a restaurant, like fish stew, and it's all the stuff we that they use. Uh, I mean, the anything week. is for sale Don't at a restaurant. Don't add no, that. but it's like gumbo pot. No, unless our gumbo restaurant. Mm, that means they're no, just no, taking all the stuff left over from the week, making one big pot out of it. In gumbo, or not just gumbo, but stews and things where you can look. And two <laughs> We, we,
2: we,
5: we turned
0: a positive I'm to back it. Back We did. Walmart, get we you did. some
4: Spuggly's
5: and some perfect apples <laughs> right. and be married. <laughs> and you after you wrong. do that, perhaps you should go to a black owned bank and put some money in it. So, yes. Uh, this last couple weeks, actually, yeah. there has been a huge movement across the country um, t- basically trying to encourage people that support the Black Lives Matter movement to. Hit them where it hurts, y'all, and that's in the money market. So, what I've been so saying for a they, long time. Uh, People like Killer Mike and Solange have all, like, tweeted about that they have moved their monies from some of the major banks. <laughs> They're basically, like, three in this country right now. Chase and Bank of America and you know, Wells Fargo and whatever. So taking the money out of those banks and moving them over to black-owned banks. Now, some of you might be like, how do I know if there's a black-owned bank? Well, I can tell you. You can go to the Federal reserve.org gov, G-O-V, slash releases, forward slash M-O-B for minority-owned banks. And there's actually a list of all the minority-owned banks across the country. There are only 23, but there might be one near you. And uh, actually this week uh, a group of uh, people went into a bank in Atlanta Mm -hmm. and they, where's the bank, where's the bank, where's the bank, Citizens Trust, I was like Citizens Trust, and they uh, put deposits into the bank. And they Killer Mike was encouraging everybody to try to get 100 million into Atlanta's, which that's Atlanta's only black-owned bank, which actually surprised me because I thought there were at least two in Atlanta right now. But there's just one. Um, and so the CEO and obviously they were very excited, and they uh, spoke out and said the chairman Jay Bailey said that its Citizens Trust goal is to make history by becoming the first black-owned billion-dollar bank in the country. So they're pushing, 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 trying to get as many deposits on as possible. Right now, they have $328.8 million in deposits. Mm -hmm. So they're, you know, almost halfway there. So they can get there by the end of the year. And wasn't there
0: like 8,000 people who transferred their money? Yes, there were 8,000
5: people that submitted applications Applications. for Citizens Trust Bank. Um, So that's where those funds were going. But the reality is, as as the best quote that uh, the chairman gave. He said, quote, rallies are great and they're necessary. Protesting is great and it's necessary, but what will sustain and grow from here is our dollar and galvanizing our dollar. So... Put your money where your mouth is, y'all. That's right.
0: What's that time? Yeah,
5: yeah. I What's think I'm time? gonna go over there, put a little something <laughs> put a little in there, <laughs> put a, a little change, a in yeah, little yeah, You know, why not. You know yeah. why
0: not. Yeah. a little support. I like that time. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but there was actually an interesting t- uh, statistic that I found that says there's a trillion dollars of spending power in the black community, right? And but in terms of how the dollar actually stays in our community, so listen to this: twenty eight days a dollar will stay in an Asian community of their own money like okay. it, so, so they mean 28 the out of 30 like 28 out of 30 days okay. we keep Asian our money keep tight monies, we keep it okay? in our community Hispanic communities 21 days the dollar stays in their communities okay. guess how long
0: say, in the black community I'ma give me say, some guess I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 3 days i say 5 days, days. Say
3: 14
0: 2 <laughs> alright this ain't the prices right ben. y'all
3: they
5: said a dollar only stays in the black community for 6 Hours? hours! Wow! Six hours! Wow! Six hours! If that don't put it something in perspective, because I was like, "What? Did I read that wrong?" No. But Six to a certain hours. extent, if we
4: don't have the infrastructure set in place it's that you can do all your shopping in one neighborhood, so that's part that's us reinvesting part of it in sh- areas. Well, for sure, sure, but.
5: At the same time, that speaks to and, and unfortunately, yeah. a lot of
0: people are ignorant and have misconceptions about things like that, like black-owned banks and, and and those type of things. So, which that bank that, is fine that as long as it needs F- to change. And as long as that all, bank
4: is FDIC insured up to like the same as other banks, which is a hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah. if you got millions in there, if everything goes belly up, you're only getting a hundred k back I mean, anyway, anyway from the bestest yeah. banks. Just to know that. So, I think it's a worthwhile thing to look into as far as keeping our money in the same community, and then maybe not looking at each other so much as Highlanders. Like, I think black people are sort of like they're going to only be one you know shop here or thing there and it's realizing like a sense of community and I hope that's coming for us I think us. with all
0: these things that are going on right now just uh, you know Black Lives Matter and just police brutality I think that people are slowly starting to change their mindsets with things it's, it's going to for- be a while it's forcing gonna, it's, you it's forcing them get to get out of that condition yeah. You can't do the same regiment that you did. before.
4: But, and like I've said this before, but I moved here in the early mid '90s, like a month after the riots, and there was just like a tacit agreement that we don't discuss it. You know that happened, and we don't talk about race, we don't talk about anything. So it's very interesting to see all these things be brought to the forefront. And again, I do believe that's because we have social media and the cameras and every you know technology has made it easier. But it is opening up a dialogue that we shut the f down for quite yeah. a long time. And hopefully, bringing money back into our own communities and supporting yeah. things will be a huge part of that um, dialogue. And and it'll be
5: interesting to see Support how it can survive because it is not the first time black communities have tried to keep things in their communities and they were destroyed from exterior forces. That's true. So, right, what's that side again? Um, you can check out the black owned banks at www.federalreserve.gov forward slash releases forward slash MOB.
0: There you go. Check it out. All right, thank you, Courtney. You're welcome. You got gonna,
4: another happy story? No, nope. I ain't no. got no more happy stories.
0: <laughs> I got funny stories. I don't know if funny. Well, one's funny. funny. One's funny. Anyway, all right, we're going to move on to the ER Web story Spotlight of the Week. Our story. Spotlight of the Week. Well, this is kind of something we were talking about at the beginning of the show, and I, would lo- I can't wait to hear Tiny's input on this, but basically there's a new report that EroWeb just put out that says that Facebook Live and technology is affecting our, our kids and just people in general in a positive and a negative way, and here are some of the positive ways it's affecting our community. Great marketing tool to get messaging out to the world quickly. Blacks and other citizens are being pulled over and harassed, as we know, by police, and now they're able to provide evidence so people have, you know, they're using their smartphones and they're using all these devices to capture things to kind of maybe stop the percentages of things that are going on out there in the world that were never captured before. The benefits of live video are are the um, opportunity to see firsthand what happens in the world so people can see it, like, right instantly when it happens, so they can react, they can respond, they can get involved, whatever they need to do. The negatives, long-term psychological effects, lifetime trauma, emotional damage, flashbacks, nightmares to to views of seeing some of these graphic videos that we do kind of probably just are so used to seeing now on our phones of people getting shot, unfortunately, and being able to instantly see that. So they're saying that that's causing some long-term psychological problems for people. A family member may end up finding out, they were saying, for example, a family member end up finding out that their loved one is deceased before the police can properly tell them because of social media. They said that this is something that actually was similar to happen to, uh, uh, to the Castile family um, mm-hmm. that his family found out through you know this, this type Basically, of format. Yeah. Dr. Laura Louise, an Atlanta-based licensed psychological psycholo- psychologist at Gifted Counseling, had this to say about it. We have a certain amount of mental, physical, and emotional energy, and when we watch live tragic things day in and day out, it has a huge capacity to cause traumatic effects to our mental health. They said that four million people watch live the Philando Castile shooting video. Well,
4: wait, but this stuff and, has been going on since like um, the Vietnam War, when we first absolutely. started putting these kind yeah. of
0: images on the dinner. But news, they weren't so obviously it's as accessible yes, absolutely. You know, to be able accessible. to literally go to your phone and, and just look at everything yeah. tragic that's going on that Who's day.
1: Lie.
0: You have kids... We, we we all have phones what do you think about them being able to see and have access to some of these things that they're talking about in this article and do you think it'll have a long-term effect on the kids or are they just desensitized to it because they're just used to it at this point
3: yeah I think I mean I think they're used to it but I do think that it it takes away from things that they could be doing like my um, my 8-year-old, he's on his phone like this all day. I mean, he's playing games and yeah. he's doing whatever, but, I mean, it just takes him away from... And my 11-year-old is trying to get him to come outside and play, and, and he just rather sit in the house and be on his phone.
4: Do you, so, do you ever tell them to put it down and, like... Yeah, I out. have to
3: sometimes. Right. So they at the dinner table. they <laughs> on this thing, and we're out to eat like... Put that down, right. like so. It takes away from them just being regular kids and doing normal things that we did as kids. Just going outside and playing. And, and I mean, I know going outside sometimes is not as safe,
1: right? But
3: I mean, you know, um, it's just it's things that I feel that they should be doing, like normal kids and being able to do like what we used to do mm-hmm. and now technology is taking them away from that yeah. and
0: do you think so, I could ever go back to that though I mean do we will we ever have the kids just playing in the front yard anymore is that too far I, gone know,
3: I don't know it just seems like it's, it seems like it's too far gone because how do you stop This technology from growing and more stuff coming up, but um, I mean, it's also too people feel like they can have an opinion on everything that's going on, anything that you put out your life, and I mean, really, who cares about what you think about my life? You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's not out there for you to say, yeah. Let me tell you what you should do. Because we're we're not asking you what I should do. It's my life. I'm living it. You live yours. Right. You know, just say, hey, oh, I saw you. Hey, you know, it's cool. But it's just too much. Everybody wants to have an opinion and tell you how to live your life.
0: That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. What do you guys think?
5: All the kids gonna be in therapy in like twenty years. So you do think it's gonna
0: have a you think it's gonna figure out? So you like, agree with the article? What's
5: the point of life? Like, yeah, I, you think it's gonna have I, I was so disturbed effect. by the Philando Castile thing. Like, I couldn't even watch it yeah. for real. Like, uh, I when I, I heard yeah. what it was before I watched it, and the only reason I actually watched it is because I knew we had to do this show. Yeah. and I was like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see it. But you see it every. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm just scrolling through trying to look at family reunion pictures on Facebook, and the guy yeah. who just got shot laying down. Right. Well I thing. see the all I see is the image and you immediately know, Lord and have mercy, somebody done got shot again. Like this
3: poor family, like his son and all of that. That was just a lot for you wow. to have to replay and see this all over the world. Yeah. You know, what's mm-hmm. happening to your father. That's just a lot to That's a know? lot. I, I,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I look at it, it's, it's interesting because I, I always say, your mom ain't raised you right. Uh, and as you watch something like the, your show, The Family Hustle, it's like you see, it almost gets to a point where you have to, in this day and age, you have to befriend your children in a yeah. certain way. And you guys do this because most of the times when your kids do go outside, it's because you guys are doing something as an activity or making it fun for them. And so I think that that gets lost here. And so things like kids who don't grow up in a household like that, the Boys and Girls Club, YMCA, these are really important organizations because a lot of the times these are just things that kids are going to be babysat at. Sure. I was a babysitter for years just working at a Boys and Girls Club and you notice that and you start seeing oh wait, okay, two things can happen. They can either come here and they can have people who are going to play with them or you're going to have the adult who's like okay, I don't have time for this. I have to do this. Uh, here's your video game. Watch this movie And and I feel like schools are doing that a lot now where everyone has to have an iPad. Everyone has to have this and it's all technology based and that's great but like It gets to a point where it's like, can you do math with the paper and pencil at this point? Yeah.
3: Right. Because my son had lost his phone and all week they was like look he has to have a phone in order to do his work and I'm like that's what? crazy yeah. so crazy to me yeah. that's
2: crazy. we couldn't have a phone if we had a phone right. in school I was what? at home oh, right. they, the teacher used to collect them yeah. you're know taking I
3: mean? this phone Right? you may get it back at the end of the year or you may not oh, yeah. you know?
2: could you imagine if a teacher today was like so you can get it at the end of the year. year someone's parent would oh, come no, down like you mean, no remember you know. no, no, the video the kid the
0: girl whose phone got taken away from the teacher and she got pushed flipped did everything, yeah. Well, right. I
4: want to throw in, though, that I think we're just a, it's weird. We're still kind of in the wild, wild west in, the te- in terms for of sure. technology. We're just coming out of the Industrial Revolution, frankly, mm-hmm. and moving into this tech. So I think it's just a really weird time now and is going to be for quite a while. But at a certain point, my theory, and it's only my theory, people, is we'll just have that stuff implanted in our eyeballs. Like, it'll be a screen. Like, literally, you know, uh, in your Google contact. glasses. Who, right. No, no, but I mean right. in your right. like a contact you put in or something. So at a certain point in the future, it's just going to be a part of oh, what is Revo- Revelations come, they going to the that tattoo that chip and you you know? had to take a biblical um, <laughs> no I, mm-hmm. I, but I think some of this tech stuff is great and will move us forward and will advance us So, I, but I do think it's an awkward time like I always say I'm so glad there wasn't a Facebook when I was growing up yeah. because yeah. I'm pretty sure I would have stalked a couple of boys and I'm not even a stalkery chick but how could I you not you can't I'd help go, it what you is he, hold he hold up to right. It's 15 year old yes or 21 yeah. sure. that's what I mean it must be super rough and I kind of don't envy raising children in today's <laughs> that environment but I, I think all this is leading us towards a more global world. See, you know? I would like so. to think
5: that, but I'm scared because what's happening is is that technology has taken off in an exponential direction much faster than we have developed how to deal with it. I sure. with that. And that I gap that. is only getting bigger. I don't really see it closing. Because like sure. on the one hand, you're like, yay, we get to see all of this. Because like, that's, I mean, that's how the Civil Rights Movement got to move forward, is people saw it on their televisions sure. and were like, oh snap, this is really happening. So the idea that we're seeing these horrible things happening, like maybe there is movement forward for that, but at the same time, technology is expanding way no, more, more rapidly than the right. human condition. Courtney, my actually. fear
4: is like at some point we're just gonna be blobs of jelly in haptic suits. So yeah, when what's kind of expe- the Haptic Bruce... suit is that you thing you experience all the time. A... What was that movie, Surrogates?
2: Remember that? No. No, yeah. no,
4: I don't remember Surrogates.
2: What, what's his I name? a movie called oh, oh, Bruce, it, was yeah. it Bruce Willis? Yeah. And everybody's like playing oh, as a person. Right, right.
4: I do think we're gonna go through a stage like that and we'll see if we make it through that, but I do think, you know, they have these optic suits where you can really you know you're experience everything it feels like you're really feeling it I think that humans by nature are really going to gravitate towards that let's face one, it people but think about people who love games and yeah, warcraft and like possibly. why wouldn't you want to experience all that so it will be interesting I think certain people will evolve well, certain people I, won't
3: I am waiting on my Rosie though I want my I want your a, ro- you a your robot,
2: robot <laughs> you know oh me I too, too. where's she the
4: robot was. that would be awesome
2: I am out of yeah if she comes out like Rosie
4: like from Rosie like Rosie yeah. i want like the first too and it's but also where's the flying cars it's going to be 2020 y'all I don't,
0: listen yeah. people can't yeah. drive in yeah. LA right now I don't want to yeah. be in, a fl- in the air with them <laughs> but they'll have, like, my car. they'll
4: have like bumpers on them and like clouds girl no, you're well, living in a that. cloud I know, I know, I, know, with I, know that. I know
0: speaking of somebody else living in a cloud uh, Melania Trump might be living in a cloud because oh, she wow. just—if you didn't see this speech, I hope you did. Uh, she's catching a lot of controversy right now because of her speech this week at the uh, Democrat, or excuse no, me, the um, Republican. Republican National Convention. She uh, we, uh, we she has been caused or said that she has some plagiarism that was going on in her speech, and so we have a little clip here of her speech, and in comparison to Michelle Obama's, who they're comparing to from 2008 at the Democratic National Convention
5: values, like you work hard for what you want in life, that your word is your bond, that you do what you say you're going to do.
6: My parents impressed on me the values that you work hard for what you want in life, that your word is your bond, and you do what you say and keep your promise. That you treat people with dignity and respect, even if you don't know them, and even if you don't agree with them. That you treat people with respect. They (laughs) taught and showed (laughs) me values and morals in their daily life. That is a lesson that I continue to pass along to our son. And we need to pass those lessons on to the many generations to follow. Barack and I set
5: out to build lives guided by these values and to pass them on to the next generation, because we want our children and all children in this nation to know that the only limit to the height of your achievements is the reach of your dreams
4: and your willingness to work hard for them. Because
3: Again. <laughs>
6: Because we want our children in this nation to know that the only limit to your achievements is the strength of your (laughs) dreams and your willingness to work for them.
0: All right. I mean, I think we got enough to wow. know uh, the comparison. <laughs> like. um, you know, bless Melania's heart. Oh, wow. Because, well, uh, well.
4: But, you know, since all this, her speech... they, The they, the, Trump campaign has come out and said, here's our speechwriter. Sure, writer. yes. First well, Melania well, first, well, said, first Melania she, said she wrote it. Yeah. Right. Then
0: right. First she said she wrote it word, she, for, word. word right. for word. Right. Then, then she backed five weeks. weeks. Right, five right. weeks, right. And then Trump denied that there were any, you know, Plakers, any plagiarisms they, at yeah. all. And then the Trump campaign manager, Paul Manafort was denying the overlap in a CNN interview, but now the new situation is that the Trump aide has taken responsibility for writing the speech. Uh, her name is Mer- <laughs> Meredith McElver, Scandal.
5: but nobody, nobody, can she, nobody can find
0: her. Nobody and can find her, and she apparently resigned from the Trump she's camp. But decide, he said no. But he said no, and she's apparently also a ghostwriter for several of the books that have his name authorized. He authorized so. <sighs> <laughs> this story just gets more and more but interesting. You,
4: but what do you guys really think? Because I've, I've been talking to some friends of mine, and they're all convinced that literally um, Trump doesn't want to be president, and this is l- just his biggest trolling to okay. um, to really just We're so he well, doesn't get elected, but he gets all the money for I wanted you know, to all the say TV shows to... and things. And I kind of believe it because this is so obvious and so me. But let's also let me just add one. I one more thing. Michelle Obama wears like short sleeves, and the world attacks her for having arms. And this woman plagiarizes a whole speech, and the Republicans and are defending her, and saying. They
0: say Go. They said "Let it go," yeah. and they
4: also pointed out how Kid Rock used some of these lyrics, and they oh, yeah. quoted some um, rap stars for using the similar lyrics. So the whole thing's insane. Mm. Like,
3: uh, how can you let that go? Look,
0: like, Tiny's chair just... turned even on this one. Like, we we had her in the front. Now she's like tilted to the right to the door. That
3: she's was like, just too yeah. much. And I first t- when I heard it, I was like, okay, whoever wrote that for her got to be fired because we. No, she probably didn't write it. <laughs> but who thought that that was okay, right? right. To do that? Well, here's
0: the thing: if you even look at Michelle Obama and Melania, you could tell Michelle has admitted that she had a little bit of help with her speech, but it was from her words. Right. The easiness of the way she just presented it versus Melania, who was very robotic and well, Let me read the next line because I don't even know and believe but any but me, of this me, stuff RV. that I'm saying. Her,
4: but Michelle was a lawyer, too. which means she knows public speaking from being a I lawyer. Mean, Melania's a model.
2: Okay, but also I just want to say this: and
0: designer. Don't forget. It. Oh,
2: there oops. have been speeches posted. Also, uh, apparently, Obama. Obama did the same exact thing with Patrick Duvall. Like this happens in politics. Happens, I understand yes. that why people are upset. So I'm just going to speak to to anyone who doesn't understand this. Why people are upset is because this is a trolling matter. Right. So clearly, we we understand that people borrow things, and you know, they maybe she really listened to Michelle's speech and was inspired by. It. However, in the day and age with all that's going on with your husband, I would think. If you have a platform, you would use that time to directly speak and use that platform to the people without having to reach into someone else's pockets. It's cool that you want to reach into someone's pockets, but give them the credit. But in a day and age where you know, I would assume you're well aware of what's going on and the things that your husband are saying. And if he really is your man and you want to ride for him and here's your platform to do it... Using using Michelle Obama's words, I mean. Well, Jesse,
4: wait—we left off the best part that he got Rickrolled too. There's yeah. a Rickroll in the there middle is. of the speech where she said, "Donald will never never give you up. He will never never let you down." That you sound is like literally. Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger I know.
4: Girl. That's my <laughs> that's my dad. If <laughs>
0: and she can
4: literally. Those are those are lyrics from they the song. Are, yeah. like, wait,
0: what here's I'm the he thing. So the ghostwriter McGulver, This can't. is her quote because <laughs> it's funny you say that about Michelle Obama maybe inspiring the speech. She said, "In working on her recent on the recent first lady speech we discussed many people who inspired her and messages she wanted to share with the American people a person she has always liked is Michelle Obama over the phone she read me some passages from speeches as examples I wrote them down and later included some of the phrasing in the draft that ultimately became the final speech I did not check with miss Obama mrs. Obama's speeches this was my mistake and I feel terrible for the chaos I've caused Melania and the Trumps as well as mrs mrs. Obama no harm was meant yesterday I offered my resume resignation resignation to Mr. Trump and the Trump family, but they rejected it. Mr. Trump told me that people make innocent mistakes and that we learn and grow from these experiences
5: you are a professional speech writer that is not an innocent mistake no. they didn't yeah. and there's way too many like softwares and everything now that you can like plug stuff yeah, in I
3: mean, and, you oh know, it's easy like, yeah,
0: it tells you exactly
5: and you're a
3: speech writer you don't have to do a word for word and why Yeah, steal so much you know not i right. right
0: right why get
3: not and get, in get out right we've we all taken smart. a couple
0: Chocolate sentences right. here yeah. and there you I'm know, not judging that moving
3: but don't have the no, whole thing Melania's yeah. talked about her
4: word is bond she don't even know what that means right. exactly. my what word is doing. bond but that's such a good point because everybody I think it's true a lot of everybody borrows whether you're yeah. a dancer or a singer sure, or whatever sure. you start off you you know Absolutely. like people I admire so exactly. be inspired by right, right. there's a big not lesson not three days later oh not yeah I know, really
0: right. look up to her word right but you right? know what? I, it's oh, because good.
4: the RNC
5: is the circus for the week, and that is what they wanted us to laugh I
4: at. think what Ted Cruz did last night was, was it actually kind hilarious. of was brilliant. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, that was like, good. throw it, it down, stick by your guns. Exactly. Like, and I don't like Ted Cruz at all. but the fact I'm that way that more he did afraid that... of Ted Cruz than I am of Donald Trump. Actually, yeah. Me I mean, I'm and glad he And also his not. recent
0: post that he just posted with all the black people at, in D.C., and he's getting a lot of uh, slack for that because I it's can't. him with like a crowd of 100 black people, so it makes it seem like they're all supporting him.
3: What
2: Did you guys hear this other speech? Uh, Melania did?
3: In West Philadelphia. (laughs)
4: Philadelphia.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On the
6: playground is where I spend most of my days.
2: But then she speaks about the speech, though.
6: So, to those who say I
4: stole my speech, I say, give me a break. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, the, yeah, the memes—the memes have been Yo. the best. The yeah. Millie Vanilli one, where they said they're the ghost writers, and then the one where Michelle is like writing her notes and Melania is like, over her back uh-huh. trying to steal her notes. I
2: but mean, did anyone think there was gonna be a love for uh, what's her name, Melania T? Hashtag, I oh, really was listen, just waiting it's for the trolls. Happen. You just called her that it's was going to happen.
4: Was there? No. Right. I'm just saying. I don't know the actress that did that voiceover, but she really does look like her. What's she her was name? very, I'm uh, spacing her name. to comedian, right? Yeah, I don't know. But she was Prediction. really yeah. great. I watched the clip earlier. She did a great job She's of imitating job. her. Well,
0: that, that Melania's speech did not inspire me, but what did inspire me is this video of Michelle Obama doing Beyonce. Did you guys see that from Tennis so Yeah, we're going to show a clip of it right now. I would. I'd be like, Mark, the usual. (laughs) It's 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. I want a milkshake
5: and a grilled cheese. That's the 3 a.m. phone call you'll be prepared for. For sure. 100%. All the
1: single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single
5: ladies. ladies. Put
1: your
4: hands up.
0: Go ahead, that's Michelle. So I not yes. Love her. She's giving it right there.
3: And she knew every word. She okay. knew every
0: word, Every move and every word. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: so cute.
0: And the dance. So if you haven't seen that video, Watch definitely it. check it out. Especially Watch it. Especially when
5: Missy gets in the car. Oh, when oh, Missy
0: gets in the car is so the best. Nice. It's so good. But let me tell you something. I love, that's why I love her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's a class act
3: You can't get in that car if you can't sit in That should have let huh? me in that car. I was just going yes, to say, that crazy,
4: that, you crazy, would be a fun I want to be with Shia. Put that you. out there. Yes. Put that out there. We want Tiny in the car, y'all. We
3: want Tiny in yes. the car. Yes, yes. Tiny,
4: how old were you when you knew you could sing?
3: Um... Well, I was just around singing. My dad told me I had a little voice, but you need a little training. <laughs> you was your dad a singer? Yeah, my dad's a singer. He comes from a, a beach group from the sixties called the Tams. The Tams. So yeah, I'd be in my room singing, and he'd be like, "Oh, you were flat," and I'm like, "I'm just in here singing. Who told? Who knew you was out there checking me out?" You know. <laughs> so he put me in voice lessons, and that was around. I was probably about twelve or thirteen.
1: Awesome. I was
3: late, you know, because I, I wanted to be a dancer. I'm like, I'm going to be a dancer when I grow up. And he's like, no, you're not. They don't make any money. You better <laughs> find a new uh, hobby because you need a new something else to do because dancing is not going to make it. Like, but, you know, back then, I guess it was not about dancing right. so much. Now, you know, mm-hmm. dancers are coming up. you true.
0: Well, you've had an amazing career. I mean, we were playing, the fans didn't see this, but we were playing a couple of your songs from Escape early on at the beginning of the show. And speaking of dance moves, Love on My Mind, that's my uh, video. <laughs> you know, like I'm saying, you was giving a yeah. little, you know, little dance. Yeah, I, told you. I was going to be a dancer. <laughs> so she was killing it, but you've had such a great career. Now you have an amazing show on VH1, The Family Hustle, yes. you and TI. And what can fans expect for this new season, sixth season? That's I a mean, long time. Just,
3: uh, Just a lot more of the kids, you know, they're growing up, they're, uh, figuring out who they are, what they want to do, and you know how they're gonna go about it. we're trying to you know help them in the best way possible and not give it to them, but yeah. just help them steer them in the right way. And just going through life lessons with all these kids of ours.
2: The gonna have his talk show finally.
3: The money, well, you know, the money is into so many things. He's so creative. Like, um, he can draw really good. I mean, he's dope. He can really, really draw. He is, um, and he he's a he raps. So he's taking in his dad's footsteps, and he's really, really good. I'm looking forward to him and his music. So,
0: is there pressure? Like, I feel like if I was your child, I would feel pressure from my mom and dad. They're the most talented people, and then I got to come step up my game. You know what well, I mean? Well, you
3: know, I think my daughter, Zanique, she has, she feels a little pressure because, you know, when we're in the studio working. She's like, get out because she wants to be I'm, she said I'm very hard on her and um, I guess she wants to be perfect and yeah. you know so she has I, I, I give her her space now. at first I didn't understand and it used to make me really mad yeah. because I'm like I am running this group this is my group <laughs> and you want me to get out like I hated it but now I understand, and I, I think she does better when I'm out of the room because she wants to. She doesn't want to mess up, and yeah. I, you know when you're in a, you're a vocalist and you're in there in the booth, you have to be able to mess up to get the great things. That's mm-hmm. true. So I just step out and let her do a thing now.
2: And a little For bit of like, hey, Ma, look what I did. Okay, like right. to come yeah. and show you like what she can do. Yeah,
3: exactly.
2: And you guys have a different balance as p- far as parenting goes because it's like you talk about pressure. I would feel a little more pressure from Ti than T. I, you. You kind of coddle and like. Well, whatever, you know.
3: Yeah. yeah, let's go with that.
2: Where Ti like, uh, hell no, you make car. It's like a fire <laughs> under their ass,
3: right? But you know, it's different though when it comes to the music and I guess the singing. You know, it's it's that's not his forte. He's not a singer. He mm-hmm. can tell her how to do it the best like I could. <laughs> so you know, she, you know, when it comes to her and her career, she feels more pressure with me. I think you know with him too because yeah. you know he's Ti. You right. know, but mm-hmm. um, with me because I'm on her about feeling and emotion and you know those are the things that I look for and you know he's just like oh it's a good song. <laughs>
2: what about and, uh, advice as far as like being a woman in the entertainment field?
3: Yeah it's definitely um you know I, I just tell her about learning the business so you don't be like blindsided when things happen. It's it's important to learn the business as yeah. you go and not just be an artist because growing up, when I was in the business, you know, I was always told, oh, just concentrate on being an artist. Like, we got this. And you really didn't have it. You know what I'm saying? We trusted a lot of people who we felt like had our best interests and they mainly had their best interests, you know. And that's just the way the business is. It's a dirty business. It's a dirty game. So you have to be up on what's going on today. So that's something I'm big on. Just making sure she's up on the business, in as well as creativeness. Uh, were you
5: wanting? Was there ever a point where you just were hoping and hoping that they didn't want to go into entertainment, or right, wanted them to do anything that, yeah. else, or was it always like it's all good? Like, whatever no, you want I to mean, do.
3: not really. I mean, I love the business, and I I think it was, um, you know, the best thing that ever happened to me because I mean, I enjoyed everything about being in the business yeah. or just doing what I did. Mm-hmm. So if that's what they, I didn't want to you know push, push them, them out there to it but if that's what you feel and that's really in you then i'm gonna help support you and make sure you the best at it. And, you know you have all the knowledge that you need to have as much as i can give
0: mm-hmm. we had jermaine dupri in the studio this week and you know obviously we spoke a little bit about escape that was the platform that kind of had you be the household name that you are do you keep in contact with any of th- I know you and Candy are still really close are you and JD still close or and like the other girls in the group or do you guys see run into each other a lot like?
3: I was gonna say what did he speak on the game because
0: he, <laughs> he was, I just talked to him the other he was like, on Jesse's you know. show the beat that you will be going on after this show so he, he, yeah,
3: he I, I I yeah I'm cool with Jermaine we, we speak and we're real cool you know I don't have any problem with Jermaine at all um he basically made made us who we were, who we are today as far as in the music uh, industry but um, I just know that once we broke up, he kind of like just like never spoke about us yeah. and he'd be on the radio, he'd be talking about oh yeah, I did this, and I had this group and I had this person, I'm like you forgot your first group <laughs> on your label right. was like, right. how do you do that? Right. Over and over and over again I don't know what was in the air or what he was feeling mm-hmm. like maybe I'm just not going to talk about them anymore because they broke up and I don't know what it was, but it was kind of weird to me. But I, I don't have no hard feelings against you, Jermaine. You know I love you. He's my guy. You know I see him and we we cool.
0: Could you guys ever make an album together again? Not you and JD, but the girls.
3: The girls. Um, it would be nice. Yeah. It would be nice. You know I'm not against it. I think that um, real music R and B is kind of missing. Oh, you it's know? gone. Yes, it it's gone. And um, it would be amazing if you could bring more of that back. I know SWB's still out there and you got um some more groups that's coming back. Yeah. But um it would be a great thing if we could do that. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but you know, um Chicana was kinda working on trying to mend that together, trying yeah. to figure out what <laughs> the problem is and see if I can get this back together. So she was on the phone with one of the other group members and I had candy we had candy with us and we're trying to see how we could at least Correct or try to mend something to where maybe, just maybe we can figure out about doing something.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I listen. I I we'll buy I, it. I buy it. I'll I, I can't show. wait. I'll go to the show in the front row. Oh, I'll be the I run to? <laughs> Yo, I <don't laughs> mean, I'll, I'll be the
4: I'll, I'll be the one oh trying oh to find oh the bees. <laughs> <the beat. laughs>
0: Now, I know you are also working on a lot of other things. You got a, a phone app. You got a, a new show that's coming out, Atlanta Hairstylist. Is that is that something that you're working on, too? Or, like, a new reality show or something that you're working on?
3: Yeah, I mean, I was working on that, and, um, you know, with some, um, some ladies, um, and I don't know what happened to that. I kind of, like, fell out the loop of that, you know, just because of the time and all the other things that was going on, but... Right now, I'm, you know, working on a, a baby product line. Mm. Um, just, you know, for shampoo, conditioner, hair leave-in conditioner. And it's, it's uh, it says it's for babies, but you can use it up to like 12 or 13. Because I use it on my youngins. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of them. So I'm excited about that. And also, I have a new talk show that we're working on, Me and Shakana. yeah, oh, We wow. signed the telepictures. So we're excited about that. We're excited about getting that going and getting you know congratulations thank yeah.
0: you yeah, you, yeah, like, you get teased. your full mom management on in yeah, every trying. piece gotta Supermom. stay busy
3: yes and as kitchen. far as
0: your own music when when can we get something out from you
3: my own music uh, oh, well you know <laughs> I, I say you know once I like get my daughter off the ground then yeah. maybe I'll focus in on doing another song or two you know because I don't want to be in the way of making sure she gets all her time and she's on and moving yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I'm not trying to manage her so once I find somebody that can come in and really take over her career then maybe I can focus in on me yeah. but right mm-hmm. now I'm all she got
0: I so. feel that yeah. well again congratulations we were really excited to have you in the studio today I know we got to get you out of here to get to the next show The Beat which you guys should check out because DJ Jesse J is going be crazy interviewing yeah. Tiny there as well but where can fans find you on social media?
3: Um, I'm on Twitter and it's Tiny Major Mama. I'm on Instagram and it's Major Girl. And I just got on Snapchat guys, oh. and it's Real Major Girl. So I'm trying to get my snap up.
0: There. Courtney, where can fans
2: find you? You
4: can find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet.
2: Jessie. Boom, everywhere DJ Jesse J. At Rachel. Uh,
4: Rachel True on Twitter and True Rachel True um, on Instagram. A
0: lot of truths. All right, you can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And next week on Black Hollywood Live. See you then. Peace.